Welcome to Radio Rehab Entertainment Edition. If you're listening through KFOG.com, welcome. Be sure and check us out on our podcast feed and our website so you can catch up on all of our past episodes. It's Radio Rehab with Dana Keys, and it's at radio.rehab. Today I have producer and director Ed Zwick on the show who just directed the movie Trial by Fire, which is based on David Grand's Polk Award winning article by the same title that was published in The New Yorker in the fall of 2009. The article detailed the arson case of Cameron Todd Willingham and the relationship between him and Elizabeth Gilbert, a divorced mother of two who began writing to Todd while he was on death row. Grant's article raised the question many have grappled with since Todd's execution in 2004. Did Texas execute an innocent man? This movie stars one of my all-time favorite actresses, Laura Dern, as Elizabeth Gilbert. And if you think you don't know who Ed Zwick is, you're wrong. You know everything he's done. He directed Legends of the Fall, Glory, The Last Samurai, Blood Diamond, I Am Sam, and of course, one of the most awesome movies ever, Traffic. Here, check out my interview with the man himself. It's Ed Zwick. Welcome to Radio Rehab. Here's your host, Dana Keys. So thank you for being on the show, first of all. I loved the movie. I, I like to not know what I'm getting into when I saw a movie, so I didn't know that it was about a true story. Like, I don't read anything about, about it before I see it. So can you tell me a little bit about how this project came to you? Sure. Uh, I read an article in The New Yorker by David Gran, who's a wonderful journalist, nine years ago. And that... Um, article ended up winning something called the Polk Award, which is a very prestigious uh, journalism, investigative journalist award. And I inquired as to the rights, and I was able to to get the, the rights to try to turn it into a film. And that began an odyssey, because it's not the kind of movie that uh, is an obvious commercial bet. And, and these days, trying to finance stories that are, uh, you know, um, in, in any way complex or, or, or adult is a real challenge and, and I couldn't find any way that I could think of putting a superhero in it or a, yeah. or, or, <laughs> you know, or, or, or anything like that. So it took a while. Um, but sometimes, you know, you think that if you have that feeling about a story, then it'll sustain you over time. And that's not the first time it's happened to me. I've really had a number of movies that I've made that have taken a long time and movies that people initially said, oh, I just just can't see its possibilities. And one of them was Shakespeare in Love. Another was Traffic. Another was called Legends of the Fall. I, I'm, 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 I'm unfazed by that kind of rejection. I think that that usually prefigures something that actually might be interesting. And, and so I just pursued it. Well, now it almost seems like if people tell you that, it's the opposite. Like yeah, now exactly. people say that, it's like, okay, I'll make it. Because. Well, you know, there's something to that. And, and I've had that experience too. Oh, this is going to be great. And we've got him and it's going to be this. And it's right there. And then you say, after the fact, yeah, but did it really have that thing, that central animating force that, that, that really is going to really move people in the theater. And, and in, in one particular case, which I will not mention the name, it did not. <laughs> <laughs> it did have a little thing. That, that thing. Oh, um, the, another thing about this movie is, is that it doesn't have a happy ending. 
And I know is that, that a, so, is that a spoiler alert now? I hope not. <laughs> I mean, it's not. Yeah, I hope it's not a spoiler alert. There's so many things I want to say about it that I can't. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, like, I mean, there was one part. I'm obviously not going to say anything about it. It's just my husband was upstairs asleep, and I was downstairs, and I went. Uh-huh. I mean, it was just. Yeah. I was like somebody punched me in the chest, and you know, he's it's, like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, this is just really intense." Yeah, it's very strong, and yeah. look, I think that's why people go to the movies. Really, oh, I think yeah. I think they want to have a have a really cathartic, really emotional experience. And and it doesn't have to be easy. It just has to be engaging. And, and this is a story that is so full of um, very, very interesting emotional connections between these two people and, and an un, unexpected set of things that happen. And, and so, so, yeah, that's a part of why I was drawn to it in addition to its politics. Did you um, have a chance to meet or talk to any of the people that it was oh, based on? We, oh, yeah. Elizabeth Gilbert um, was a great help to us. We, we spoke to her the whole time. She's seen the movie. She came to Telluride with us. Really? Yeah, she'll be helping promote the movie. She's a remarkable woman. And as is demonstrated in the movie, she's a remarkable woman uh, and has... I think this movie has, according to her, been even a kind of healing um, force in her life based on what happened to her in the story as well. Right. Because she does. She goes through her own. It's it's basically two characters going through their own trauma. Yeah. Like separately and, and one. You know, well, and helping each other, I guess, that's right. in a and way. In fact, that's. That's the part that really uh, moved me, which is that sort of transcendent connection that happens between the two of them. Yeah, it was that was really beautiful. I mm-hmm. love that. I want to talk also a little bit about um, this. Isn't going to be a spoiler, even though it's because mm-hmm. it happens in the um, end credits. So yeah, it's it's yes, kind of it's the fine. after effect. So it's fine. Um, Governor Perry. Mm-hmm. I never know his first name. Yes, Rick Perry. Rick Perry. That's right. I'm like I work in music radio. I'm so close to saying Steve Perry. All the time. Yeah, I'm like no, that's de- not totally different guy. Not him. Not him. <laughs> um, he's there. They when asked about how he feels about the death penalty and does he lose sleep at night mm-hmm. knowing how many people. Um, mm-hmm. you know, were wrongfully convicted and his answer is almost like just garbage. It's almost like just mumbo jumbo. Like, it's terrifying. Well, blah, 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 due process. It's like, wait, what? You yeah. didn't even respond to what just happened. I know, it's terrifying. I mean, look, the idea that people would use a, 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 a murder of, in this case, an innocent man as a political tool is as reprehensible a kind of politics and demagoguery as ever could be. And I felt he had to own it. And I wanted to, you know, put him up there and let him just uh, be accountable. I, I, it gave me chills. Mm. It was just, and it was so good. And it's like, you didn't have to do anything. It's not like the news where people over explain it to you. Mm-mm. It's just, you just see him talking and you're like, oh my God. Well, you disgusting. know, you've watched a very personal story, a very private, small story. And then to put it in a bigger context, I think was, was the reminder to people, oh no, this is the world. It's not just this one story. This is the world we're in. Yeah. And I mean, capital punishment is such like a heavy thing. Mm -hmm. It's it's a heavy thing to talk about. Mm -hmm. And it's like we've got so much going on in our politics nowadays that I don't think people think even think about things like that, about capital punishment. Well, I think that's interesting because it was it was an important issue that because there's so much oxygen taken out of the news cycle right now that it's almost a kind of quaint backwater and it shouldn't be right because because it's really at the top of the pyramid of criminal justice reform and it has to be dealt with in order for the rest of criminal justice reform to actually let the dominoes fall if you have this kind of horrible uh, 
um, injustice, how can you really be expected to address all the rest of them? Yeah. I had never really thought about, uh, you know, I mean, it's movies that bring it that, you know, I just watch a lot of movies. So it's movies that make me think about things. And mm-hmm. I, I hadn't thought about that since, um, dead man walking, mm-hmm. which is a completely different story that also deals with cap, uh, capital punishment. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, and, 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 and again, uh, very interesting because it's a, it's it's a, a an exploration of character uh, in, in between two people and yeah. not just about crime or or punishment although i think it's particular to its moment because it is about punishment yeah and in this case crime and innocence is a different trope and i think i don't know if you listened to serial when it was on the podcast about yeah. about adnan saeed or some of the netflix documentaries i think i think people are becoming more and more aware of injustice in the criminal system yeah yeah and i mean and that's a great thing that, that we have because of you know everybody's online now everybody's on reddit everybody's in subgroups everybody's mm-hmm. talking and everybody's reading what everybody's saying and it, I mean, it is a way to get, to get that out there, like making a murderer. Yeah. And you know, I mean, how, how people are just so involved in that case. And That's Kathleen right. Zellner never would have heard of him probably or taken that case. That's right. But um, well, back back to back okay. to trial okay. by fire. Though. Sure. Um, OK, I just want to say the cast was phenomenal. Mm. We were just talking about Laura Dern and how she's just. Oh my you God, know, it, she's it, one of the greatest. It's so funny that someone would think of Laura as a secret because because every few years people are reminded. Yes, and then exactly. and, and then and then they they, they forget and and I think it's reached a kind of like a critical mass because you know with Big Little Lies and yeah. with this and and I think and Star Wars and David Lynch, but I think also because she's about to do Big Little Lies again with Meryl, and I think I think that moment is pretty secured now. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. I hope so. Yeah. I think so. I was just talking to somebody about how. Um, because I know there was like the whole press line and everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, and somebody was asking me if I'm going. I'm like, I can't meet Laura Dern. That's like, <laughs> no, I wouldn't even be able to talk to Laura Dern. Because uh, yeah, like I've been, yeah, since I was, I'm going to say like 13 or 14 years old. Yeah. I remember seeing her and just being like, wow. Yeah. And everything she does, she can play any character. Isn't interesting. Yeah. She could just do anything. Like cause yeah. she, in this movie, like I just wanted to hug her. She's just so sweet. Mm-hmm. And the way she went about playing this character, was she's just brilliant. What yeah. was it like directing? Well, she's an ally. You know, some actors, you you have to struggle to find a a common ground. In this case, we hit it off from the moment we met. Uh, She had great ideas, was willing to really explore the rougher edges of the character. And and mostly what she has is this remarkable um, uh, empathy, this this great compassion. And that was something that was so central to the character. And, and she has that in such abundance. Did she and Elizabeth Gilbert spend time oh, together? Yeah. Really? They spent a lot of, a lot of, mostly on the phone because Elizabeth lived in Texas uh-huh. uh, and we were in Georgia. Uh, they've since spent a lot of time together when we took the movie to Telluride, but they, they talked a lot on the phone. And I think Laura, like all great actors do, um, stole mercilessly uh, from from things that she learned from Elizabeth and and brought them to me and I talked to Elizabeth and I think it, it informed a little bit more of who the character was. The, you know, we had read the letters but we hadn't known Elizabeth once we knew knew her. It, it had an effect on what we you know portrayed. Is the family is is his family at all involved in? His family's seen the movie. Okay, they have, um, and they were very very supportive. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's such a, it's a, like a really heavy topic, but mm-hmm. I mean, but it's definitely something that needs to explore because of its heaviness. Yeah. And, and because it shouldn't have happened. Yep. And the fact that like things like that, I remember watching, um, I think it was a documentary. This is also in Texas. It was a documentary on Selena and it was when they, um, they put the woman who killed her in jail. And I remember a big, somebody holding a poster that said, welcome to Texas. You do the crime, you do the time. Now bring us OJ. And I was <laughs> oh, like, God. wow. Yeah, well, there's, there's a particular perverse pride in, in Texas as a killing machine. There is. I it's interesting because I just, well, I had just watched uh, the Bonnie and Clyde story. So I was just, I, I went off on this tangent about the Texas Rangers uh-huh. doing all this research. There really is like a cowboy pride thing. Oh, yeah. In Texas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think when, when you know more about the history of Texas, about how it was founded, yeah. about the Comanche Wars, about, about the brutality on both sides, it was a, it, it was, it's, a, it's a rough place. Yeah. And I mean, the capital punishment is, of course, still a thing. Mm-hmm. And what do, what do you hope um, or do you hope anything comes from comes from this movie and from people seeing it and their opinions on capital punishment? Well, I know enough not to expect uh, change from one piece of work. Uh-huh. But I have seen change happen. Um, look, you have to realize that about 150 years ago, it was fine in this society for a man to own another man. And that uh, 25 years ago, people were smoking in airplanes uh. and, and, and you could drink while you were driving. Uh, you know, I mean, things change. Um, Same sex marriage, things change in the society. So you want to be part of it. You want to add your voice to it, but you can't, you know, be so presumptuous as to think that you're alone going to change it, but it changes sometimes. Right. I mean, if enough people see it yeah. and, um, and politically, I mean, it's like, there's just, like you said, there's just so many things going on politically in this country yeah. that it, just it, it will, it rug. will change. Yeah. It will. It will. It always does. Well, you know, I mean. What, what is that? That was that was I think that was was it an Obama quote about the arc of history bending toward justice. I think that's. Um, oh, right, yes. right, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And the things I always say when people are, you know, people who are younger than me and like weren't alive in the 80s. I'm like this it, bad things happen. Like we go through we go through periods of time where yeah. it looks like this. And then it gets better and then it'll yeah. get worse then it'll yeah. get better. Yeah. But yeah, I, I really hope that um, this is something that, that gets looked at because it's like once you know that it's it's a true story and that it's something that actually happened to somebody, then you wonder how many times it's happened. That's right. And like, that's and that's the point of it all is because it's happened a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you look at a roster of all the people who have been killed, mm-hmm. you know, by capital punishment on death row, and, the and, amount and, of and them. And then you look at how many have been exonerated at the last minute by DNA evidence. Ugh. That's the thing that really reveals how many might not have been uh, right. exonerated. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's well, thank you so much for pleasure. joining thank us. You. This was great. I really loved the movie. Thanks. Trial by Fire, starring Laura Dern and directed and produced by Ed Zwick, is in theaters everywhere now. So go see it. Thank you for listening. If you would like to contact us, it's Radio Rehab at GoToProductions.com. You can call or text 415-496-9511. And on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it's at Radio Rehab Dana. Keep coming back.